Thank you for tuning into this week's podcast from Discovery Church. Our hope is that this message would help you seek truth and find purpose. If you would like to know more about Discovery Church, please check us out online at mydiscoverychurch.ca. That said, let's go to this week's message. But we are right in the middle of our hashtag series, um, and this is our very last week. Uh, we, we took six of the top 20 hashtags from 2017, which probably are the top 20 from already trending, in, our top six of the top 20 that was trending in 2018. And we said, what can we discover about what the world is posting and filing online and what they're hashtagging that we can help bring a little bit of Jesus into a world that we feel that really needs Jesus. And back on Palm Sunday, which is March the 25th, uh, Pastor Caitlin shared a message with us on the hashtag follow me. And she, she challenged us that would we, would we follow Jesus not only when life is going really well, but would we, would we follow Jesus when life seems to never not be working out, seems to be falling apart around us. And then on Easter Sunday, we talked about the hashtag TBT to Throwback Thursday. And we, we asked the question, do, does the death and resurrection of Jesus just get filed away in our memories as a nice event in time when when really the resurrection and death of Jesus should actually be something that's a daily reminder of the goodness that that goodness of who God is and how he paid for our mess ups and then the, for the following week, we looked at love, the number one hashtag of 2017, love, and how love is a choice, and that, that choice represents a commitment, and that love is not something that you can just fall in and out of, that love is something that you choose, it's a choice. And then last, uh, then after that, I'm just sort of doing the recap so we can all gather along. Still listen to the message online, they're really good. Uh, we looked at the hashtag me. And in a world that seems very self-absorbed and narcissistic, you, you, can, you don't have to go very far before you're kind of like, man, that person seems all into themselves. And it was, it was the week that the, the Humboldt crash happened, and we've seen 15 young men uh, pass away from, in, in, a, in moments of time. And, and we've seen a world that gathered around, and even though sometimes we feel so helpless in moments like that, We've seen a world and a a big part of our country raise $15 million in just over a week for a cause that was bigger than themselves. And even though we're living in a world that seems that everybody's about me, that that we, we kind of shared and said, well, sometimes I feel that we're about me because we're not living for a cause that's bigger than myself. And that, that we believe that this church, that Discovery Church, is a cause bigger than, our, bigger than ourselves. That the cause is to share Jesus Christ with people. And that's a cause that's bigger than ourselves. And we welcome people to come in on that, on that journey. And then last week, Pastor On, she's, she's, at, Van, she's at her graduation today uh, for the college that she teaches at. She looked at the hashtag no filter. And she brought it around to Grace, and she crushed it last week. So you don't have to go back and listen to the other five, but go back and listen to the one that she talked about, Grace, and that Grace doesn't need a filter, that, that God can see everything in our lives. He, he can see through all the filters that we try to put in place, but he still gives us grace. Today we're on our, our sixth hashtag, and it is the hashtag happy. 
We all want to be it. Would you pray with me? God, we just thank you uh, for this moment in time where we can just uh, escape, even hopefully that some of the struggles and weights of the world, and we can just leave them at the door and we can come into your presence and we can sing some songs and, we can, and our, our kids be can do, taken care of. We can drink some great coffee and we can be inspired by, by your word. So today as we, we jump into the hashtag of happy, God, I pray that you would just mold our hearts and you would open our minds to hear today what you've prepared in your name. Amen. Have you ever been or have you ever had an experience or a moment in your life when you were unsure of your next step? Probably, right? What about like what school you should go to? Should you change careers? Should you, who should you marry? What food should I eat? No, but there's some, there's some moments in time that's a little bit more crucial. And uh, sometimes when you're, when you're faced with one of those moments, what you decide to do is that you seek counsel. You go to your parents and you ask, Mom, Dad, I'm thinking about this. What should I do? Or you go to a really good friend and you ask them, well, what should I do? Or depending if you're, uh, for me, I went to a pastor and said, hey, what should I do? Or a guidance counselor. And those, those moments in your life that's a little bit crucial, you're not sure of the next step, you ask, start asking for advice. And I remember asking for this advice, and this is what I got. Do what makes you happy. And and although I think that advice is given with good intentions, I remember being faced with one of the biggest decisions of my life. And that's the advice that was given me. Do whatever makes you happy. It's kind of like one of the famous quotes I I just typed into Google, quotes about happy. This came up everywhere, okay? Life only comes around once. Do whatever makes you happy. And we've probably received this advice before. We've probably even given it. And I, I think that when we've given it or received it, I don't think that it's given in bad intentions. We actually want people to be happy. We want to be happy. But the pursuit of happiness, great movie, by the way, if you've never watched it, listen to the last six messages and then watch The Pursuit of Happiness. Will Smith is fantastic in that movie. Uh, the pursuit of happiness have left so many people lost and wandering and lost and wondering what was wrong with their lives because they can't feel happy. If one of your favorite types of music is EDM, uh, that's just this past week, one of the, the world's most famous DJs took his own life. Avinci is his name. Took his own life at 28 years old. And this is what one of his family members wrote. He wanted to find a balance in life to be happy And to be able to do what he loved most, he really struggled with thoughts of meaning, life, happiness. It could not go on any longer. With so many people in our world getting the advice, just be happy. Do whatever you want to to make yourself happy. You got one life to live. Be happy. You think we would have discovered the answer to happiness, right? We, we think we would, we would know by now what being happy means. It's being rich. Because we know that every rich person that we know is definitely the most happiest person because Avinci, being a multimillionaire, decides to take his life because he couldn't find happiness. Well, richness is not the answer to happiness. Or maybe it's having your dream job, but we also know people that, that love their jobs that don't always seem happy. 
travel the world, spending life on beaches and doing African safaris and just traveling. That brings happiness. But I guarantee that there's still times in people's lives, even if they're living the dream, they still don't feel happy. And if you're, if you're a Christian here today, you may have even asked this question, or maybe if you're not, and maybe if you're just a sort of a believer that there is a God, or you, you've even used his, his name in an inappropriate way at times, maybe you've said something like this before. Doesn't God want me to be happy? Shouldn't a God who loves me want me to be happy? And as I was looking at this hashtag, I, I wondered, I'm like, there's got to be a Bible verse about happiness and that God wants me to be happy. So I searched and searched and searched. Guess what? Nowhere in the Bible does it ever say that one of God's promises is for us to be happy. God's, God promises uh, eternal life. He promises uh, forgiveness in the Holy Spirit and to have our needs provided. Wisdom and, and guidance for our future. He promises peace. He promises to overcome temptation and uh, for protection. But he never promises happiness. It was just kind of crazy when I was looking at it. I was like, God never promises happiness. Are there moments that we are happy? Yes, of course. But here's the thing about happiness. It's that happiness is an emotion that is triggered by our surroundings. Happiness is triggered by our surroundings. And it is an emotion in the same way that worry is an emotion, that surprise is an emotion, that sadness is an emotion, and anger is an emotion. And, and emotions is one of the things that makes us humans unique. And one of those things, emotions is what makes, makes us actually draw closer to God because there's times that we're happy and there's times that we're sad. If we were always happy, we wouldn't know what it was like to be happy. Follow me? If we were always happy, we would not know what it was like to be happy. Being happy all the time actually goes against how God created us to be. It's sad in some ways that we were created not only to feel good emotions, but bad ones as well. If we were always happy, we would literally just be like robots, programmed to do and be specific things. Is it good to be happy? Yes. Is it good to be sad? Yes. Ecclesiastes 3 and 4 says this. It says, there is a time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to to dance. See, happiness is not God's top priority for us. Actually, being happy is not a priority for is not a priority at all. So if happiness is not God's priority for us to be happy in life, what is? This is God's priority for us. Because God wants us, God wants you, God wants me to spend our whole lives 
drawing closer to him. That's his priority for us. So while it is right to be thankful for the things that make us happy and our blessings in our lives, we cannot fail to see that blessings from God don't always make you want to throw your hands up in the, in the air and say, thank you, Jesus. It doesn't always go that way. Sometimes what draws us closer to God is the things that don't put a smile on our face. God wants you to spend your whole life drawing closer to him. Sometimes we draw close, uh, close through good things that we have. And, then, and then we attach like happiness, the emotion of happiness to it. But often we draw close to him when we aren't a happy, when we experience moments of deep suffering and hardship. It kind of goes against this very nice Christianity. This is a God that loves us. He, he does love us. But love is not always making us happy. Love is bringing us into a relationship that, that we're closer to him than we've ever been before. And if you're a parent here, sometimes loving your kid is doing the hard thing. Is doing the thing that they might not like very much because they will, because it's out of love. If my if my, my my littlest one, two years old, is in this habit of running out through out through the door, we've got child locks on our door now, but out through the door and out through the front gate and onto the road, and he hates the locks. He screams about the locks on, on because he can't reach them. They're child locks. But why do we do that? Because we don't want him to run out through the door onto the road. We we put a lock. Does it make him cry? Absolutely. Does it make him happy? Nope. But why do we do it? Because we love him so much that we don't want him running into traffic. Although God does not promise us happiness, as we draw near to him and allow the Holy Spirit to change our lives, what he does promise though is joy. And one of, one of our values here at Discovery Church is that we value joy. And on the, on the outside, lots of times having joy in our hearts and joy in our lives looks a lot like happiness. Because joy makes you want to live the next day. And, and sometimes when you look at people that are happy in the moment, they're joyful and they're full of, full of hope and they're full of, full of energy. But, but the thing is that joy is not rooted in circumstance. Joy is rooted in the Holy Spirit. That's why Paul can write in James 1 and 2, he writes these, these words that, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Can we have joy when life is going great? Absolutely. But we can also live in joy when we don't see past this very moment, when everything is falling around us. See, joy is a fruit of the Spirit that grows in our lives when we draw closer to God. 
And God's priority, as, as we already determined, is God's priority for us is to draw close to him. That is why we, we, went, we have people in our, in our church and we can witness, we've seen people, that that is why people can still be filled with joy when they're grieving. Or people can still be filled with joy in our country when we see 10 people ran down in Toronto from somebody that wanted to take a van and make it into a lethal weapon. Is it a happy moment? Heck no. But can we still find joy? Yes, because joy is not rooted in circumstance. Happiness is rooted in circumstance. That's why we can still find joy when, when we are diagnosed with cancer or where we see a loved one passed away or, or when we lose everything in a house fire. Can't, will we be happy? Probably not. But can we be rooted in joy as one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit because we're drawing closer to him? Yes. You only have one life. Do whatever makes you happy. Man, has left so many people lost, wondering. Maybe we might be right here in this very moment and we're like, well, I just tried to do everything in my life to make me happy. Guess what? No matter what you do in your life, there will always be moments of sadness. What you do will not, never always make you happy. There are, there's gonna be things that outside of your control that will bring sadness and bring grief and bring anger. God's priority for us is not for us to be happy. It's for us to draw closer to him. So you only have one life to live. This is why I think it should be. Do your best drawing closer to God and bringing others with you. Live in joy even when you're angry. Live in joy even when you're grieving. Happiness might be a number one, ha- one of the top hashtags. But when people can't find happiness, we have a Avicis. We say, I just, I just want to do what I love. I want to find peace with myself. And he decides to take his life. It's sad, 28 years old. The world would say he had everything but he still realized that he was missing something. As I was preparing this week, I felt that sometimes in our emotional responses, we build up these walls that keep God from coming into our lives. Because we had a death in our family, we start building a brick, brick wall. And then, well, I lost my job and we start building up another brick and, and life is not working out. So we build up another, another wall and another wall and we start building up this wall and there's, there's a wall between me and God. And what's happening is in, the, in this, this moment that, that our emotional responses, because we can, we, can, we can choose how we respond to our emotions. It's not wrong being sad. It's not wrong being happy. It's not even wrong being angry. But it's our response to our emotions that might be wrong. And sometimes I feel like we build up walls as sort of a defense. 
The thing is, God's not going to bust through those walls. Are your emotional reactions to your circumstances putting a wall between you and God? And as he is working to draw, draw closer to you, you're just pushing him further and further away. And sometimes I feel like that in my own life. God is working to draw closer to me and he's, he's wanting to bring me in, into his presence more and more and more. And he's wanting to develop the fruits of the spirit of love, joy, peace. But in all my work of, of putting up these walls, I've pushed God away. See, he wants to tear down those walls. He wants to break those walls completely apart. He doesn't care about your happiness. I know that's kind of sad because it's like, oh, well, this lovey, fluffy God, he doesn't care about our happiness, but he does care about our relationship with him. So no matter what you're going through or what you're feeling, we can be joyful in all situations because joy is not determined by what is happening around us or how we feel. As I said, joy is a gift of the Holy Spirit that we receive when we allow Jesus into our lives. Although people are searching for happiness, the truth is being happy will all the time, being happy all the time is not possible and honestly would be completely boring because we would not know what it would be like to experience the other emotions how God created us but being joyful in every circumstance is possible so I ask a question this morning to us even to maybe you have friends that are out there that are super wealthy and you're like, man, they don't have happiness or they have their dream job and they don't have happiness or they just got married and they're still not happy and, and they try to have all these questions about how do I get happiness in my life? Well, I hope that they can see in us that even though life might not be going great or it might be growing great, we can still be filled with joy and be like, that's what I want. What is that? And you can be like, it's not happiness. It's joy. And joy is rooted in one thing, and that is Jesus Christ. So the question that I, I even challenged myself with on Monday as I was, I was going over my message, am I more concerned about my happiness or am I more concerned about being drawn closer to God? Ask that to yourself. Are you more concerned about your happiness? Or are you more concerned about being drawn closer to God? Just take a moment. Just reflect on, on that. You might be here saying, Lauren, you don't know my circumstance. I don't. And guess what? You don't know mine either. But God does. And the Bible talks about how there's, there's a purpose and plan for everything. But the plan is not for us to be happy. The plan is for us to be drawn closer to him. Sometimes I just wish that like I could learn from other people 
It's like we can, we can be like, well, richness is, doesn't bring happiness or the dream job doesn't bring happiness. It doesn't, it's like sometimes we feel like we gotta learn for ourselves, but can we just learn from other people that happiness is not something that we do. Happiness is an emotion that's, that's dictated by our circumstances and surroundings. Is rooted in, in stuff that will change. Where joy is rooted in Jesus Christ, who never changes. Maybe you're here today and you're like, man, I've been pursuing happiness. I thought I, thought I was Will Smith himself. But I, I, was, I was pursuing happiness and I was, I was pursuing life filled with tons of tons of happy things and feelings and trips and money and, and, and relationships. But I never realized that God actually never promised me to be happy. And in my pursuit of being happy, I was actually pushing God away because when life wasn't, when life wasn't lining up, I said, well, God, I hate you because you know what? You're not making me happy. God has never, has never said that he will make you happy. Is there times that you will be filled with joy? Is there times that you will be filled with hope? Absolutely. But our happiness is not his top priority. It's just, would you bow your heads with me and close your eyes? And I just want to give people the opportunity to respond to starting a relationship with Jesus Christ this morning. Maybe you're here and this is the very first time you've ever kind of heard a message that kind of, God doesn't want me to be happy. I'm not saying that you won't be happy. You won't be happy all the time because it's emotion. But are you here today and you've been in this pursuit of happiness and the moment that you don't feel happy anymore, you decide to throw it all in or you threw it all in because I'm not happy anymore. Life is not going the way that it's supposed to go. I just want to give you the opportunity to respond and saying, God, I want you in my life, whether or not it's for happiness or, or, or not happy. God, I want to follow you as we heard the very first week of the hashtag series. I'll follow you even if life is crappy or if life is, is full of bed of roses. So it's going to count to three. And if you want to start a relationship with God, you might not even know what it all means, but just something in your heart right now in your soul is just saying that this, this is right. This is right. That's, that's God speaking to you and saying that it is right. So I just want to count to three. And if you're here and you've never started a relationship with God and today is your day, I just want you to raise your hand, look at me, make eye contact. And in a moment, I just want to pray with you. One, two, three. Just another moment. Let's pray. God, sometimes hearing a message like this is a, is a little uh, hard because sometimes the truth is hard. But God, I'm so thankful that you don't, don't promise us happiness. Because if we were always happy, life would be boring. As well, we would probably never draw as close to you as we're supposed to. God, sometimes it's in our hardships and heartaches and, and, the, and the crap of life that we draw close to you. So God, today I just pray over us all that no matter what 
we're walking through in this very moment, God, we will realize that there is a purpose and there is a plan and that we will draw closer to you. We won't build up walls between you and I, but we will build on the possibility and build on the reality that you want us to draw closer to you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this week's message from Discovery Church. If this ministry has impacted you in any way, we would love to hear about it. Please email us at info at mydiscoverychurch.ca.